Hi everyone and welcome to the Untitled Car Show. So, slight snafu today. This is the summer or the week of five episodes a week. Um, I have an episode ready to go with a Jake of Rags to Races. Um, the issue is, um, I, <laughs> I was supposed to do it early today, finish off editing, and then uh, uh, head to work. And uh, I made a mistake. I ended up uh, not finishing the edit. Uh, you know, it's been a super busy week with doing all this, and I've been pulling, you know, longer hours at the day job and all that. So it's literally ready to go. It's sitting uh, in the ether at the moment. I just can't get to it, uh, unfortunately. So what's going to happen is I'm just going to do a recording today, and the episode will come out tomorrow with Jake. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it, it's, it's, this is, I guess, a little blog, plug, episode, podcast, blog. I still don't know quite what to call it. Anyway, um, a little behind the scenes. So, the way I typically edit is I'll record with Jake, for example. Uh, and I recorded with Jake a while ago in actuality. Um the episode, uh, do some rough editing on it, and then what I do is I put out, uh, I put the beginning and end on, because if there's any sort of, like, special announcement or anything like that, I need to make, you know, like, the t-shirts that are out and the whole reason we're doing this week of five uh, episodes, uh, those get kind of capped a day or two in advance. So then I go back through, I re-edit everything, make sure all the volume is good, because if you're a long time fan, you know the audio quality has uh, at times sucked. There's no way to get around that. Uh, so it's a matter of needing to figure out, you know, make sure everything's balanced, volume's good, we're not blowing out anyone's eardrum, we're not making it so anyone has to get in their car and jack the volume to 11. So. Because of that, I then do that final edit run-through, uh, which is what I do before I compress everything, edit everything, and throw it up. Um, typically, I do that Tuesday evening, which is why episodes come out Wednesday morning. Uh, this time, it just was, uh, I was exhausted, got home, passed out immediately, uh, woke up. Because it's not in the habit to do it, I forgot to put out the episode until... I was already in the car on my way. So I apologize for that delay for the weekly uh, interview episode. But uh, this is the week of five, so we got plenty of uh, good content for you out there today. I hope it's good content. Um, it's fascinating. So I was thinking about this a little earlier. So we have SEMA which is the Sports Equipment Manufacturers Association, um, which is a lobbying group, basically, for uh, specialty equipment manufacturers. You got the uh, North American Dealers Association, or whatever NADA is, like the dealers uh, lobbying group. 
Um, maybe an argument could be made that I, I don't think SCCA really does much lobbying. I'm not 100% to be perfectly honest. But, um, and Alex Roy has talked about this in the past, and I think the Team Clear Code guys have maybe touched on something along these lines, where I do think there needs to be a association of enthusiast drivers, uh, maybe that's it, AED. Uh, I might be a little confusing to some healthcare people because that's automatic external defibrillator. But there, I think there needs to be a association of just kind of enthusiast drivers. Uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if it matters today, but it is something that's going to matter 10 years from now, at least, you know, with the rise of self-driving cars, with people moving away from driving, and when it comes to, uh, there's a lot of highways, there's a lot of, uh, you know, talk about uh, straightening out lines. Uh, taking away or putting in more speed cameras, more red light cameras, you know, just basically putting in stuff that makes driving less enjoyable, less of a freedom and more of a uh, burden and like the effect of trying to take away driving from people, which will eventually come. And maybe eventually it needs to happen, but until that day, you know, why not let us? It's like people, like Alex Roy, when he was on the show, uh, made comment of like, well, you know, maybe eventually you'll be, you'll have to take your car to a track, just like uh, horses have to be at a park or whatever. And while I kind of get where he's coming from, um, we have these roads, we have these back roads, we have uh, a great historical significance with the automobile in America. It's, uh, like to look at it away, it's, we became a world power, not because of the Industrial Revolution, we became the world power because of internal combustion motors, because we had oil, because we could build and maintain the arsenal of democracy around the world while fighting a two-front war um, against arguably, you know, the two biggest uh, threats to, like, basically human decency or morale in the history of the world. You know, there's been a lot of evil, like, dictators in countries, but in the 40s, Japan and Germany, those two were up there. Um, that's a discussion for a different time. So, that being said, we owe a lot to Henry Ford. We owe a lot to Detroit. We owe a lot to... Um, the internal combustion engine and manufacturing capability of the automobile business. 
I think it would be a shame if we let it all go away. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say we need to keep around internal combustion engines as the main form of transportation for people in perpetuity. I know there's a lot of people who are like dead set against uh, having an electric car ever in their life. And I get that. I understand. You know, people hate change. Just look at any time YouTube or Facebook or Twitter changes anything. They don't like it. Oh, my God. Uh, Kinja. Anytime Kinja changes anything, people freak the fuck out. So I get there's this natural human impulse to not want to change. But eventually we will need to go because oil is a finite resource. It will go away. Um, I think the best way to keep gas-powered motors around for people who want to enjoy them and their unique characteristics, some of which are worse than electric motors, some of which are better than electric motors, is to have an association where we can as enthusiasts, explain to, uh, you know, the people in power why this needs to be a thing, why we need to be able to have them, and why there needs to be a, I, I don't know, an appreciation for the skill and act of driving. So, we really need to try and get into that field, and I'm not saying SEMA or whoever is in looking out for us on that from that level. I just think it's, you know, the NRA, um, they are not an association of manufacturers, they're an association of owners. And when you look at what they're able to do, whether you like them or not, they're really good at mobilizing their constituency, or however you want to call it, into action, into uh, getting what they want done. Um, on the flip side of that, if you look at, like, cigarettes, and again, like them or hate them, whatever. Um, their lobbyist groups were always manufacturing-based. It was always, um, as far as I can recollect, it wasn't like a Smokers Club of America lobby group. It was always, uh, you know, Philip Morris or whoever is getting out there, and they're trying to get uh, the change to happen. And while that's probably a lot easier in terms of getting the money into the uh, process, I don't know if it's as effective as having a, I hate the expression, but a grassroots process. I think it's one of those things where maybe this is something somewhat harder approach and do. Uh, 
it just makes sense to me to, you know, we have Jalopnik, we have Opsitlock, we have all these places where car enthusiasts go, but we don't have a club of owners. And I think it would be good for the community in a lot of other ways as well, because right now we are so scattered in terms of, like, you know, I think a new app pops up every week trying to talk about uh, where you should, you know, this is the place where you need to be showing everyone you're doing a car meet, or this is uh, the new place where we're going to show uh, the new cars to the people. But there needs to be a, you know, consolidated place. And maybe the closest thing we have to this right now is actually AAA, which is weird because they do towing service, they do driver's license services, they do a lot of stuff I would think that a group like that would want to do because, like, again, to go to the NRA, if you're an NRA member, you get certain privileges and everything, and you get to go to, like, their shooting range if you're a member. There's a lot of um, benefits to that, and AAA has a lot of those benefits as well, so maybe... That's what we need. We need the AAA to morph into, like, an enthusiast club. It would make sense to me. I don't know. Like, we need something like a mix between AAA, SCCA, and uh, the 24 Hours of Lemons uh, and Opsilock. We need kind of a mix of the serious, the people with a lot of money, the people with a little bit of money, and the people who enjoy it. It just needs to be a place and, like, the resources to help out one another. And it, I don't know, does this make sense to anyone else? Um, to me, it makes, like, I'm surprised this thing doesn't exist. And, again, this is probably another, like, get-rich thing I'm throwing out there for someone who's smarter than me. But, I mean, why not have that association? It makes sense to me. It would make sense to be able to go to people in power. Um, so recently I talked to, again, my weird life, I talked to a governor of a western state, and he was talking about how he recently raised uh, speed limits. And I was like, oh, that's great. Speed limits are, I think, now 70, 75 in his state. Um, but he was actually pushing for unrestricted in that state um, just to make it into a tourist destination. And he got pushed back from his legislative body. But if you think about it, if you or me or anyone else who's a real car enthusiast who likes the high-speed stuff, um, we all want to go to the Autobahn because it's unrestricted. Now, People drive better on the Autobot, but that's a symptom of the uh, culture over there, which is, you know, again, like, we could push for that here. Like, as an enthusiast, I'd much rather have no speed limits and have a lot more aggressive use of... Um, distracted driving, enforcement, a lot more effective use of, like, you know, lane management and all that. Because to me, 
the way I look at it, speed is a factor in traffic accidents. It's never, I'm not going to say never, speed is a factor in traffic accidents. I would say by the vast majority of crashes, it's not the leading cause. Someone who's speeding, you know, think about your own personal history. If you're speeding, you're not on your phone. You're not um, distracted. You are paying 100% attention because you have to pay 100% attention because you're looking out for, you know, speed traps. You're looking out for enforcement. You, if you're, I hope you're not doing it, but if you're cutting through traffic while you're speeding, you really got to pay attention to what's going on around you. There's a lot of factors where you become a lot more engaged in the act of driving when you're going fast. Um, so if you went to a state and that state said, listen, we're unrestricted here in terms of our speed limit, but if you get caught uh, using your cell phone by an automated system, it's a $1,000 fine. You wouldn't use your phone there. And you'd probably be happy as could be about that. If it was uh, you go there and if our automated system catches you in the left lane or you get pulled over by an officer in the left lane when there's room for you to get over to the right, it's, you know, a $1,000 fine. And you only get a couple of those before it's, your license is revoked. I really do think, and again, that's kind of Audubon-esque, I really do think that would be somewhat of a driving utopia. And I think a lot of drivers would go to that state. So if you could get together a group of people, get them to, speaking of speed trap, I don't know if you just heard the ways, if you could get a group of people together to, you know, push for that sort of stuff, I don't see why that wouldn't be a good idea. I don't know, you know, because driving is already an expensive hobby, and it's so diverse in the way it's kind of like split up and managed and everything, like, some people like racing on track. Some people like, you know, driving on back roads. Some people like their muscle cars and their drag strips and blah, 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 which is all good. I don't know. I, I just do think there needs to be a – this is the umbrella group that we're all going to be under as enthusiasts. So um, that's kind of where I'm at with that. I, I think that's – it's kind of just brain fart time for Ike. Um, again, this is the week of five episodes. If you're thinking about buying a T-shirt, so here's how this works. If you want a T-shirt, you can pre-order it now. If you if we don't get 15 pre-orders, no shirts are made. All right? So that's where we're at. If you want a shirt, on the 15th, is when your credit card would be charged for the 16th. I'm not quite sure how the process works over track monthly. But basically, at the earliest, if you buy a shirt today, today is the 12th, you pre-order, 
your size and you say, hey, I want one, you won't be charged until the 15th on your uh, credit card or debit card you use for buying it. So if you're delaying buying it, please don't. I, I want to see these shirts get made. Um, I was hoping to get to 50 shirts, but right now we haven't made it to the pre-order cutoff, which is a real disappointment to me. But not disappointment. I'm, the, the reason we did this as a pre-order was because I wasn't sure how this was going to work with my fan base. I wasn't sure if this was something where I had enough people who were enthusiastic about this show to get out and do it and buy a product, which is, again, fine. If you just like listening to me, but you don't want to support the show, you're like, well, I like Ike, I like the guest he gets, uh, but maybe I don't feel like giving him my money. I totally understand. Um, but if you really do like the show, you want to support, you want to pre-order, please do it today. Um, you won't be charged until the 15th. If we don't hit the pre-orders, you won't be charged. So it's nice and safe that way. Um, just like, please go out, buy them. It really would mean a lot to me on a personal level to see these shirts get made. I really do want to be able to start getting out some merchandise and getting some stuff out. Um, this might be a thing where I do it maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, just to kind of get some funds into the show, uh, put some better equipment out in front, just kind of get the ball rolling on doing some stuff that needs to get done with the show. So if you want to see the show get better, you have a complaint about audio quality or whatever, um, this is how you can kind of show you want to see the show improve. So please go do that. It's at trackmonkeyapparel.com. Go there. You can buy a T-shirt today. They're 18 bucks, 20 bucks for 2XL. Um, it's fairly cheap. It really does help out the show. I would greatly appreciate it. Again, thanks everyone so much for listening. Um, I do appreciate it. Tomorrow's episode with Jake with Rags to Races will be out. Uh, other than that, have a good night. Have a good evening. Wherever you are, whatever time it is there, thank you so much for listening. Please be safe out there.